game is done. Hey, everybody loves Tim Kate. Let me hear you. Time for Dodger Talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. Tim Cates is great. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers Baseball. Dodger Nation! Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk, Tim Cates. And the magic number is two. After the Dodgers beat up on the Padres today, 11 to 2. In San Diego. Hi, everybody, and welcome to post-game Dodger Talk here on AM570 LA Sports. As the Dodgers take two or three in San Diego, they now head to Arizona with a chance to clinch the division as early as Tuesday, the second game of this series in Arizona. Our phone number, 866-987-2570, 866-987-2570. We'll be here until the bottom of the hour as we uh, then hand things off to Charger Talk after the NFL kicked off week one on this busy Sunday. Monday. And from many of you, you heard the Chargers squeak one past the Raiders 24-19. to So Isaac Lohenkron will have Charger talk coming up at the bottom of the hour. But time for your phone calls. Talk some Dodgers baseball. 866-987-2570. 866-987-2570. Jump on board. Let's talk some Dodgers baseball as they get the win today. Andrew Heaney settled in after giving up a home run in the second inning to Jake Cronenworth. Didn't get help in the third after an error from Freddie Freeman. The only two runs that he gave up. He went five innings, three hits, six strikeouts. He threw 74 pitches. They were down two to nothing before the Dodgers got a pair of solo home runs from Justin Turner and Chris Taylor in the fifth inning to tie the game up at two, and then they just exploded. In the sixth, the two more from Max Muncy on the two-run single, and then the seventh inning, they just popped off the top with a six-run inning in the ninth, Trey Turner got one off of uh, Jake Cronenworth as Trey Turner hit one off a position player, a solo home run that was deep, deep to left to give the Dodgers their 11th run of the game. That home run by Trey Turner, by the way, 402 feet. Justin Turner hit a grand slam of the seventh that was 411 feet. So 866-987-2570 is the number. The Dodgers take two or three in San Diego. The magic number is two to clinch the division. And just keep in mind what the numbers this Dodgers team are doing. The, 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 amount, the run differential over 300, the season high 53 games over 500 is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that they're 96 and 43 on this season puts them at another level as well as the best team in baseball. And they just continue to produce. They just continue to score runs. They continue to win games. They grind you down just like they've done the last couple of years. But in this particular, they've really been doing it as late. And they get the win today, putting 11 runs on the board, and they win it 11-2 to over the Padres. 866-987-2570 is the number. We go to – let's go to Steve in L.A. Let's get some calls here early. Steve, actually from the O.C. Steve, you're first up. Go ahead. Hey, great uh, great game today. Dodgers are so much fun to watch. Hey, I have a question for you. In extra innings, when they place the runner on second, if that runner scores, who is that run charged to? Uh, it's charged to the guy on the mound. So that's I believe that's who it's charged to. Whether he put him there, well, he didn't put yeah. him there, but that's right. who it gets charged to. Yep. Hey, fantastic. You guys do a wonderful job all year, and uh, we can't wait for the postseason. Thank you all so much. All right, Steve. Thanks for kicking things off. 866-987-2570. Let's keep things going here early. I'd like to get the calls in uh, before the bottom of the hour. Mitch, 
You're next up, Mitch. Go ahead, buddy. How you doing after this Dodgers 11 to 2 win? Hey Tim, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call, Good. brother. You know, I this year I hope they give the Cy Young to Julio Urias. I think he's gonna have another training season, and we might have a, if if Goldsmith doesn't win a triple crown, mm-hmm. if Mookie wins that uh, MVP, we be the first guy since Frank Robinson to get an uh, MVP in each league. And then Trey Turner and Freeman's having a good year too. Trey Turner, would they, if he wins MVP, do they keep next year? Thanks for taking my call, brother. All right, Mitch. Good to hear from you. Hope everybody's well in the family. Thank you so much. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do for Trey Turner this offseason. You know what? Let's cross that bridge when we get there because that, that's going to be a, a long, expensive bridge that the Dodgers are going to have to cross once they get into free agency. But right now, I know Trey Turner's focused on October baseball, and um, I, I know that this Dodgers team is focused on winning the division as well. And uh, that's all they're worried about right now. They're not worried about contract situations, the future. I know they've locked in guys already, um, including um, you know Freddie Freeman with a long-term deal this past year. So the guys are ready to go for October. That's what they're focused on is October baseball. No doubt about that. 866-987-2570 is our number. Let's go back out to San Diego. Let's check in with Freddie Freeman. Speak of the devil. He's dressed up right now as the Dodgers get ready to head on their charter flight to Arizona. It's a dress-up day on the plane, and it looks like he's dressed as uh, Tiger Woods' caddy. And let's head back out to San Diego. Our own David Vasse standing by with the caddy himself, Freddie Freeman. I think this is still Freddie Freeman. Are we still in character or still Freddie? No, I'm Steve Williams now. <laughs> I'm the caddy for Tiger Woods. Okay. Well, Freddie Freeman's been part of World Series champions. He's been part of playoff teams. What do you believe it might mean to Freddie being part of this group to win, to be part of this playoff team? Uh, it's pretty special. Um, to do it this quick is pretty amazing. Um, just all around, just been playing really good baseball for a long time now as a group. Um, and hopefully we can get this division wrapped up here shortly, too. When you guys have had the type of success that you've had and this team's had the type of success it's had, how much do you acknowledge it? How much do you soak it in? And when do you turn the page to the division? Well, I think we've all kind of turned the page already. We're all getting ready for tomorrow. We've got to win. Um, but you do have to take a step back and realize that what we've done the last four months has has been pretty special. and. It's hard to give you guys things to talk about. That's the good thing. Is if not, keep asking the same questions because that means we've just been doing a lot of good things lately, every single day, consistently going out there and grinding every inning out. And um, you know, when you do that as a unit, um, you you get to these things pretty quickly. The first three gets a lot of attention, rightfully so. But how much longer and deeper is your lineup now with Max swinging the bat the way he is, Smith, and now Justin? Yeah, well, I think Will's been doing it all year, really. Every time they mention the big three, I'm like, wait a second, we got the best catcher in baseball hitting fourth, too. And then um, Max has been Max Muncy the last three, four weeks. Justin's been hot for like a month, month or month or two. And Chris looked really good this series, too. Um, Things are starting to fall into place, and guys are getting hot right when we need them to. Have you seen a change with Justin, like the way he's like approaching it? Mm, I think Justin Turner, we all knew Justin Turner's back of the baseball card was going to be there at the end of the day. When you're a good hitter, you're a good hitter, and um, he has climbed that back of the baseball real fast. He is pretty much sitting on his career numbers already, season line, and you know today was a good day for him. You've been a part of a lot of playoff teams. Is this 
does it usually feel kind of as ho-hum as this when, when you do clinch a playoff spot, or is that a reflection of just kind of what, where you guys have been this year? And- I think it's just because we have such a big lead. I, I don't think it's going to be ho-hum when we win the division. Um, that's special. Whenever you win a division, that's special, and you celebrate that. Um, postseason birth, um, maybe a little different, but a couple days, hopefully, will be a little bit more going going crazy in here. <laughs> nice par. Thank you. That's you need to tell Tiger that. I only read the green. <laughs> All right, there's Freddie Freeman as the team is dressed up, ready to go for this happy flight to Arizona after they beat the Padres eleven to two. Freddie Freeman had a big weekend in San Diego today. Justin Turner had a big day. We'll hear from him coming up in just a couple of minutes. Dodgers went at eleven to two over San Diego, eight six six nine eight seven two five seven. Just a correction from our caller earlier, and thanks to Colin Yee for catching this. Uh, when the ghost runner at second base or the free runner second base it's not credited any pitcher so if that runner scores it's not counted against the era of uh the uh the pitcher who's taken on the mound that inning so it's just a team era so it does not go individually against any pitcher out there so just want to clarify that up so um there you go 866-987-2570 is our phone number let's keep things moving let's go to rudy in north hollywood is next up rudy how you doing doing great sam doing great you you sounded a little like you were in uh Fred's worry uh, red yesterday on the on the talk after the loss, but uh, all good today. All good today after a win, we'll take it. Yeah, uh, my question is with the new rules with the uh, the no shift and the pitch timer, uh, does that carry over into the postseason, Say or again? is that just the regular season rules? the The new rules when they get activated next year, do they mm-hmm. carry over to the postseason? Or is it just regular season rule changes? That's a great question. They didn't announce it whether or not they're going to roll them into postseason. But I imagine if you're going to play 162 with them, then that's going to be the case for the rest of postseason as well. So I would assume so. I would assume if they're going to play all year with these set of rules, the bigger bases, the no shifts, and all that time clock, yeah, that's just going to roll right into postseason. I don't see why they would change that. Yeah, well, because the extra base runner in 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 the extra that goes away. doesn't carry over. Right, that right, doesn't carry yeah. over. So, that, that, that's you know, and that's uh, more for Rudy, just because it's 162 games, and you don't want to, you know games going five hours long, and uh, you know teams just getting worn out because of all the extra inning games they have to play. So, the the runner on second limits that. Awesome, so, awesome. Looking yeah. forward to uh, the Dodgers swimming in Arizona, Tim. You have a good day. <laughs> all right, Rudy. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, we'll see if they decide to uh, jump in the water there in Arizona. That'll be a fun, uh, fun trip for them to try to go out in the pool. Remember they did it in 2013, and when they tried to do it again when they clinched in Arizona, Rick and Charlie were talking about it. They had mounted guard out in right field. They actually literally had horses and policemen out in right field on the warning track out there at Chase Field, and they didn't want the Dodgers to go out and jump in the pool. Now, I understand why. It's, you know, not a good look, but um, you know, the Diamondbacks kind of always have this inferior complex against the Dodgers. It's just kind of always been that way. Um and they think it's a rivalry when it's really not. There's so many Dodger fans now over in Arizona. They pack the place anytime the Dodgers are over there. Plus Dodger fans travel over there if they're not already living in Arizona. So they get a full crowd of Dodger games. Just like when you go to San Diego this weekend, three sellout crowds. They, they love it because it's Dodger fans coming and spending money. Well, the same thing in Arizona. It's primarily Dodger fans coming and enjoying the Dodgers-Diamondbacks game in Arizona. And I think the management there, the front office, doesn't like that, doesn't appreciate it. I know at one point they didn't want Dodger fans sitting behind home plate. So on camera you see Dodger jerseys and Dodger memorabilia and Dodger hats and jackets 
in the people sitting in those dugout seats right behind home plate. So I can see why they don't want them sitting there. But I thought it was a little over the top the last time they were there and clinched and they had the uh, mounted guards there and police officers in right field, you know, barricading the, the police and preventing uh, the Dodger players from going out there. So I thought it was just a little too much. All right, 866-987-2570. But that is as soon as the Dodgers can clinch would be on Tuesday night because, again, the Padres are off tomorrow and that means the Dodgers if they win would get it down to one and then the Tuesday would be the next chance to clinch. 866-987-2570 is our number. 866-987-2570. Jump on board. Let's go to Michael from Long Beach is next up here on Dodger Talk after a Dodger 11-2 win over the Padres. Michael, how you doing? Hi, how are you doing today? Good. I'm 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 doing well, thank you. Good. All right. Are we talking now? Yeah, go ahead. You're on the air, Michael. What do you want to say about the Dodgers? Okay, thank you very much. Okay, how do they justify the Cy Young Award when Urias, last year, 21-game winner, and he wasn't even considered. I think mm-hmm. Walker Bueller got more consideration than him. And and this year, he's, of course, he's great, but I'm hoping him to take the, the Cy Young Award. But how do they justify it from not even considering him being a 21-game winner from last year? I don't believe that. I can't understand that. Yeah, and I, I thought it was a huge disrespect towards Julio Orias. I, I really did. I, I'm with you there, uh, Michael. And, and you look at what Julio's done this year, 16 wins. He's tied for second in, in Major League Baseball behind Kyle Wright, who's got 17 wins. And, and you look at his ERA, um, 230. It's it's the best in the National League. I mean, it's amazing what he's done. And he's done it kind of quietly, kind of snuck up on because, you know, he was sitting at like 10-7, and seven, and then he just rattled off 12 wins in his last 13 starts. And by doing so, he's got himself, I believe, in the, in the race now. He's one of the top three pitchers in the National League for the Cy Young Award. And, you know, the last couple of years has been other Dodger pitchers have had good seasons, and maybe that's diluted the vote a little bit. But, you know, hands down, he is the best Dodger starting pitcher right now that they have in this rotation. That That is no doubt about it. He is their ace, their game one starter, once this postseason starts here, and it's going to start here in about three weeks, Michael, and I, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, he is hands down your starter in game one. And what he has done to, to be the guy at the front of the rotation because of injuries and raise his hand and say, I'll do it, and he goes out there every five days, doesn't complain, goes out there and you know just pitches his tail off. And David Vasse talked about it on the pregame show yesterday, I believe it was, or Friday, that you know he's kind of adopted that Fernando Valenzuela mindset of, I, I don't want to be taken. I don't want to go as deep as possible and takes it personal when he can't go deep into a game. So I, I love Julio Rios. I love his battle out on the mound, certainly. I think he's uh, one of the special left-handers out there in baseball in Without doubt, if the season ends today, if it ends in three weeks and he picks up another win or two, I mean, 16 wins now, maybe he gets to 17 or 18, 20 wins a year ago. The numbers show over the last calendar year he's been the best pitcher in baseball numbers-wise. And the numbers, again, top five in most categories this year. How can he not be one of the top three pitchers in the National League as far as the Cy Young race is concerned? So he has to be there. 866-987-2570 is our number. 866-987-2570. As the Dodgers get the win, let's just go back in history if we can. Uh, Colin, I hope you're with me and ready here. Uh, today's September 11th, and it's, a, it's an emotional day as an American. 21 years ago today, our nation was attacked. Uh, the Twin Towers in New York City, uh, the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., and, of course, uh, the, the, the thousands of lives that were lost 
for people directly impacted by those planes that flew in to the Pentagon and the towers and the, the plane that was brought down by those courageous people who overtook the plane and the terrorist over the plains of Pennsylvania. The thousands of lives lost during that and during the recovery and when the towers came down, all the firefighters and first responders. Uh, it's a day to remember. We should never forget, ever. Ever. I'll never forget where I was. I'll never forget where my family was at. Uh, I'll never forget the days afterwards because it was a, a tragic time in our country. And we should always remember those who, who lost their lives on that tragic day. And that world shut down for a week. I mean, there was no flights for days. I was in Europe on my honeymoon at the time as a young kid just with my new wife and trying to figure out how we're going to get home. It was a scary time. It really was. Uh, and the sports world kind of was the first to kind of bring society back. I mean, flight started back up, but it wasn't the same. Uh, and sports kind of brought it back. September 17th, uh, the first day the Dodgers were back. And that day, Vince Scully took the mic before the Dodgers-Padres game and delivered this great, heartful, post-9-11 speech before the game. Good evening, and welcome to Dodger Stadium. All of us have experienced a litany of emotions whether it would be shock, disbelief, and horror, followed by grief, mourning, and anger. All of us indeed have lost a lot. We have lost thousands of lives. We have lost some of our self-confidence. We have lost some of our freedom. And certainly, we have lost a way of life. The President of the United States has said it is time to go back to work. And so, despite a heavy heart, baseball gets up out of the dirt, brushes itself off, and will follow his command, hoping in some small way to inspire the nation to do the same. All of the ballplayers in the major leagues are wearing the American flag. Out of patriotism, yes. Out of love of country, yes. But more so out of duty and of courage and to pronounce a national firmness of will. God bless us in our efforts. God bless America. Eloquently put there from Vince Scully uh, on September 17th, 2001, the first Dodger game back at Dodger Stadium. I, ironically, I was flying back uh, that day from my honeymoon from Europe, uh, and I remember seeing that the days afterwards and just emotionally just uh, – I couldn't believe it. And it was so poetic to have him be the words to bring us back and bring baseball back uh, after 9-11. And I just wanted to make sure we, we remember that. I think every September 11th we should hear that. Um, we should never forget, certainly, and I think uh, hearing Ven's voice was so calming for so many Dodger fans out there. And a time of confusion, a time of chaos, and a time of uncertainty, certainly. We, we didn't know what was going to happen. What was going to happen in this world? What was going to happen in this country? Uh, what's going to happen in our daily lives after everything was shook up and so many lives lost and families torn apart that uh, we just didn't know. There were so many unknowns. And to hear that voice of Vin Scully on that first day back for baseball, uh, was just awesome and something I think everybody needed. And to hear his voice just kind of calms everybody down and to have baseball then back kind of, you know, took away your thoughts, your 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 wandering um, uh, emotions for a couple hours to enjoy a baseball game. So I just want to make sure we, we never forget 9-11. We never forget those comments from Vince Scully because they were so elegantly put uh, on that uh, September 17th, 2001. So 866 987 2570-866-987-2570 is our phone number as the Dodgers get the win today, 11-2 to over the San Diego Padres. Daniels Jewelers Home Run Forecast wants to congratulate Dana Ramos of Tustin, who receives a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card 
for playing. For your chance to win a $50 gift card, go to am570lasports.com, keyword Los Angeles. Dodgers get the win. A happy flight now as they're dressed up and ready to go to Arizona on this fun flight to Phoenix, which is about an hour long, but uh, it won't be long enough as these guys are dressed up, and you can see it all over social media. Uh, David Vasse posting the pictures and the Dodgers posting the pictures as well. So a lot of fun on this happy flight as they clinch a playoff spot, but... They uh they're now magic number down to two to clinch the division. Eight six six nine eight seven two five seventy is our number. After the game today, Andrew Heaney had a chance to talk to the media. Our David Vasse caught up with him and Andrew Heaney, the winning pitcher today against the Padres. So are you chalking this up to a freshly clean face now? Uh, just part of my uh, dress up deal. So yeah, just. Uh... Just made better pitches. <laughs> How good did you feel with the slider, the the at bat against Machado? That seemed to be a pivotal point in the game. Yeah, I mean, most of the homers have been getting beat with. Most of the hard contacts been been heaters. So just trying to uh, kind of make that a little bit more of an even mix. And uh, you know, obviously with runners scoring position, guys are going to be a bit more aggressive. Did you feel like you kind of flipped the script on maybe being a little bit too predictable? Uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit. Uh, you know, there was still some at bats there, and some pitches were wasn't perfectly executed. But um, yeah, that was kind of the plan. It just seemed by those swings Machado had, he's down on one knee. It didn't seem like he was expecting that. Uh, I don't know what he was expecting. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't speak to that. What is it like coming to this team where the the standard is so high, and even on a day you guys clinch, it just kind of seems like you know business as usual in here. I mean, it just goes to show like how much success these guys have all had, how much that they've you know been a part of great teams. Um, you know, this is a, this is the first time I've ever been on a playoff team, so um, you know, I was kind of joking with some of the guys. You know, <laughs> ho hum for them. I was like, that's a big deal for me. So um, yeah, just. You know, just a testament to the hard work, you know, guys on the field, people that help prepare us, get on the field, keep us healthy, you know, all, all everybody, it's it's a whole group effort. How much are you going to relish this being part of a playoff team for the first time? That's cool. Um, you know, last year was was tough for me. Uh, got got option and then DFA'd a couple of days before the end of the season, watched Watch the Yankees celebrate, you know, pop champagne. I was sitting in a hotel room by myself. So, I mean, that was a pretty low point for me. Um, and so now to, to be on a team like this and, you know, hopefully be contributing, you know, to it and, uh, you know, trying to hold my weight and do what I can to do to help us win is, is um, you know, something that I, that I relish for sure. All right. There's Andrew Heaney. And I think he said something interesting there. I don't know if you heard it. He's excited about going to the playoffs and clinching a playoff spot. He doesn't overlook it. And he said, yeah, a lot of these guys is kind of ho-hum because they've been to the postseason so many times. You know, they're about to clinch their ninth division title in 10 years, and a lot of these guys have been around for either all of it or part of it. And so for him, he hasn't had the postseason uh, run like a lot of these guys has. So he's excited to go. You know, he doesn't lose sight in the fact that it's special to go to the postseason. And um, he's looking forward to that. So that's kind of cool to hear a guy, Andrew Heaney, who has never been there, talk about how excited he is for October baseball and his final couple starts here before the postseason. 866-987-2570 is our number. 866-987-2570 as the Dodgers beat the Padres 11-2. to The Dodgers now 96-43 and on this season. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Jordan Montrose is next up. Jordan, how you doing? Hey, 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 Tim! Yeah, you do such a good job, you and Dave, man. We have the best. We have the best uh, Dodger. Uh, Dodger talk is the best, man. We we love uh, you guys out here in LA. I, 
I think the thing that I want to say uh, the most and, and what I want to emphasize, and I think, like, we, we, we kind of take this for granted, but our ownership group, ever since Guggenheim took over, we have literally the – I mean, what look what they have done for the Dodger fans. We are, without a doubt, maybe the most successful sports franchise over the last mm-hmm. 10 years in, in this country. And I want to thank – you know, I want to thank uh, Mark Walter and Magic Johnson and the ownership group for what they have given us. This is this this is the, the gift that keeps on giving, man. And I just I just want to thank the ownership and I want to thank Andrew Friedman for such an amazing team. I mean, during baseball season, it's really hard to be depressed and upset. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the kind words, to Jordan. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I don't think we should take this ownership and, and this front office for granted either. It started way back with our friend Ned Coletti and what he was able to build and the foundation that he set. The new ownership came in and uh, able to take it to the next level, and now they're on the verge of winning their ninth divisional title in 10 years. So very special what this team has was been able to do and continue to do because this run is not over. Heck, they still got three weeks to go in the season, but their mission is to win the division, check that box, and then get to the playoffs and move on to the NLDS. 866-987-2570. We'll try to squeeze a call here in, but real quickly, let's head back out to Petco Park as the Dodgers get ready to head to Arizona. Let's check in. David Vasse standing by with old red turn two, Justin Turner. JT, first of all, you've been part of nine of these playoff teams uh, at this point and stage of your career. Do you still relish these moments? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think it's anything you can take for granted. And I've uh, been on some teams early in my career that didn't have this opportunity. So, um, you know, definitely feel fortunate to be a part of an organization that, um, you know, cares about winning and puts winning first. And um, glad to glad to be a part of it. How much was acknowledged in the clubhouse after the game? Uh, yeah, we got everyone together, and, and Dave gave a short little toast, and um, just enjoy this one a little bit, and, and know that we still have a lot of work to do in front of us. You hit two home runs, the second one a grand slam. Uh, did you feel like against Musgrove, you guys started to find something maybe after the fourth inning? Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought we put together some good at bats off him. He he kind of cruised a little bit early, but. Um, you know, made a couple mistakes there in the fourth inning and uh, able to chase him out of the game in the sixth. So anytime we can get into the bullpen early, you know, that's always our plan, and uh, we took advantage of it. When you see that cutter from Stammen, do your eyes light up when it's not executed? Yeah, you know, he's he's always pitched me pretty tough. Um, he's got a good mix of stuff. I'm just looking for something up in the zone and, and got a cutter up and, and put a good swing on it. What do you think has been the difference for you the last couple of months when you're just swinging for a gun going? Just, you know, not missing pitches that I shouldn't miss. I feel like early in the season was, you know, fouling a lot of stuff off and not really ending at bats when I should be ending them. And um, I've done a better job of, you know, moving the ball forward on pitches that I should move the ball forward. Is that more of a mechanical adjustment or anything like that? There's probably a million different things that go into it. Hitting is... uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes into hitting, so it's hard to put your finger on one thing. Um, but just, you know, at-bats and confidence and results, uh, you know, kind of help feed that. But trusting the process and going through all the work and, and knowing things are going to turn around is, is really the key. All right, there's Justin Turner. Big day today. And in case, in case you missed it, Justin Turner, since the game in which Joe Musgrove afterwards said he's, quote, not a huge threat, end quote, 
Talking about the Dodger lineup and Justin Turner not really being the guy they worry about, well, he's made them pay. His two home runs, his two games this year in which he's got multi-home runs, both against the Padres. How about that? Including today, we hit a grand slam and a home run as the Dodgers beat the Padres 11-2. to Their magic number down to two as they get now 96-43. and All right, that's going to do it for postgame Dodger talk as the Dodgers get the win. Next up, three-game series in Arizona as they'll take on the Snakes. Tomorrow, Tyler Anderson gets the start, Clayton Kershaw on Tuesday, and then TBA for Wednesday against Arizona. First pitch tomorrow is at 640. Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll get it all started started at 5.30. Dodgers win it today. Thanks to Colin E. Thanks to all you Dodger fans for being a part of the show. As the Dodgers get the win, 11-2. They keep on rolling, 96-43. Andrew Heaney the win. Joe Musgrove the loss. The Dodgers now a season high, 53 games above 500, and they can clinch it in Arizona as early as Tuesday. Magic number, it's two. Magic number, two for the Dodgers to clinch the NL West. Get your goggles ready. Get ready to celebrate in Arizona. Hopefully, on Tuesday. The first things first tomorrow, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Tyler Anderson. The Dodgers look to get that magic number down to one. Coming up next, Charger Talk with Isaac Lowenkron right here on AFI 70 LA Sports. So long, everybody. Sunny shining all the time. Like another perfect day.